0: Elite Expert Insider, the podcast that educates, inspires, and motivates you to take your business and life to the next level. We would like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. Please go to the link bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. That's bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. And get a free 30-day trial to show your support. Thank you, Audible. Now to Elite Expert Insider for conversations with industry leaders.
1: Hi, welcome. We're so glad to have you here today. I'm here with my partner, Jen Foster. Hey, Jen. Hey. We have a great show for you this morning. Um, We are going to talk to an incredible guy, but first I want to remind you to review our podcast and share it with everybody else too, because I forgot to do that last time. So let me tell you, we have someone who has helped promote and market over 30 concerts. His niche is he has taught nightclubs and bars how to market themselves. But the cool thing about this is you can take what he has learned from his expertise in that niche and it transcends into any business. So we're going to learn some really awesome marketing tips, and we're really excited to have Louis Lavella with us here today. He is a multiple author. I think he's written four books, right, Louis?
2: Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Thanks, for everybody, for taking the time out to to watch and listen. This is going to be fun.
1: Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get started in that niche? It's so unique, uh, marketing for bars and nightclubs and promoting concerts.
2: Absolutely. You know, I think everybody gets into some sort of – small job when they're a teenager or in college, sometimes it's retail, sometimes it's a bar. Uh, I went for that that bar industry, but instead of hitting bart, I've never bartended in my life <laughs> professionally, but I, I went right for the event planning. I mean, I, I was a business guy since I was a little kid, I had that entrepreneurial spirit, so I thought, let's get right into event planning with bars and nightclubs. Let's help market them and bring more people in, and it's got some lucrative money in it, and uh, I started off as that nightclub promoter and quickly moved Away from that and into where I am today, you know, I say quickly the past 20 years, but, you know, I moved into radio, television, all in the music industry and into concerts and festivals, which is what I'm doing now. But that's where I got my start. I think everybody has a start somewhere in, you know, I need the part time job. My passion was, you know, going out having fun and of course marketing. So it kind of fit.
1: That's awesome. great. Tell us a little bit about how some of that marketing that works for those, uh, that specific niche can work for, say, someone who has, I don't know, a window company.
2: Absolutely. Well, and especially nowadays, because social media is here, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it is officially, you know, not now, it's always been uh, growing, but uh, everybody has that little bit of celebrity drive in them. So as I'm seeing, like uh, I've interviewed major stars like Lady Gaga and Richard Branson and the Backstreet Boys and and all these kind of people. And I can see and have relationships with them and the PR reps and management, um, especially when I'm doing concerts. I can see the celebrity drive that brings people out to major events. And I've really studied user behaviors, especially because there's lots of noise out there. And I can see that in every single industry out there, that Make yourself famous or have that little bit of celebrity in you, on whatever level it is, works wonders. I think everybody understands they're a media company nowadays, whether you're just a person that has a job or trying to get a job or an entrepreneur or an author or consultant. Um, And I, I do consulting and I'm an author as well. I can totally see the user behavior if you can create some authority and some little celebrity people will follow and buy. And I've noticed that. And so being in the entertainment industry, becomes a little easier to understand on my end to translate that to other businesses.
3: Right. So how how could someone kind of bring that celebrity out of them? What are some of the things they could do?
2: You know what? I think um, knowing your brand and your audience becomes one of the first things that people need to figure out. And and that's, again, with anybody. So if, if, if you work in a cubicle and you want to get that raise or you, you're an author and you want to sell more books or use that as a business card to get speaking gigs, you have to know your brand. So- using myself as an example. Yes, I do work in the entertainment industry. Um, I I consult and am a director of marketing for large festivals, but I also want to speak and I have speaking gigs and I want to sell some books and things like that. So I need a personal brand. So I know that social proof is big for me. So if I have a picture of, you know, us doing a podcast. It it adds to my authority a little bit, right? Or if I'm on stage with tens of thousands of fans in front of me, it shows that I'm also walking the walk or, um, you know, just all, all kinds of things that I post and utilize digital branding, it's all goes to social proof. And that helps get eyeballs on me, right? It's real. It's not made up. And it adds to my social branding. So and that's that's really huge. So anybody a flower shop or a window cleaner, you know, you may not be at a concert, but you want to add some authority. So what is that? Perhaps you have a, a, you know, as, as a window cleaner, or someone that puts in windows, something that protects you know heating and, and leaking from windows that you can do it yourself so it makes you an expert or do it yourself home cleaning thing you know that keeps your windows protected i mean there's all kinds of different things that you can utilize to make yourself a little bit more of an expert add some authority and people want to follow you and in the end they want to hire you right
1: I love the words of expert and authority because we are really big on that um, from our business of being a publishing company that we think one of the best ways to get that expert and authority status is through a book. And you have not one, not two, not three, but four books. And um, so talk about how a book has helped you and how you've leveraged that book.
2: Yeah, especially in my industry where, you know, I don't do as many nightclubs as I, you know, I have a small handful now because I do more festivals and a lot of musicians as well actually coming on board and helping to develop their brand and get them signed and things like that, which is kind of fun. But there's not many people in my industry that has wrote the book on whatever it is, you know, like when I go speak in the nightclub and bar conference, and it's all, you know, people who are who are in the industry trying to learn, you know, I'm one of very few people that have wrote the book on, let's say, nightclub and bar marketing. It's probably like three of us in the world, right? So you're right, using that as a tool is massive because it adds authority. It shows that you are an expert and you have enough knowledge to fill a book. could be 100 pages, 200 pages, 20 pages. It also shows some commitment. Uh, you know, for for your business and you as a consultant, perhaps or an expert, it shows you have some commitment to create a book. That's something that uh, you know maybe a lot of people aspire to do, but never actually get around doing. Right? Uh, I used to do some work in the film industry, and a lot of people said, you know, just finishing the actual movie is a huge feat. There are so many people that have great scripts and all this stuff, and they don't actually finish the movie. Getting past that point is like. You've already made it, you know, even if you don't get a huge distribution deal. And I feel it's the same way when you're publishing a book. It's hard. I have two more I want to write. Another one on on music marketing because I'm getting a lot more musicians and another one which will interest everybody taking all that cool information in the entertainment industry and how it applies in marketing and branding to anybody. And I have all kinds of chapters ready to go on it, but I have to get down and write that book. I know it's tough. So just finishing a book looks really good, right? Uh, it, It adds to that authority and that trust level.
1: Yeah. You were even mentioning earlier about how you use the book like one of the ways we talk about too and you said you use your book this way as the new business card.
2: Absolutely. hundred percent. I mean, sometimes I forget my business card because we're so digital, <laughs> right? And we just add each other on, you know, on the phone or WhatsApp or Facebook or whatever it is. But the, that is a huge business card. I love, you know, it's, if you self-publish, you know, there's all kinds of different ways to do it. I'm sure your listeners are pretty well versed, especially with you guys sharing, sharing the information there. You know, you can get published, you can work with a publisher, you can self-publish, but sometimes it's not as expensive to buy your own copies of the book or get them from the publisher and hand those out as a business card. I mean, what better way than to say, you know what, you know, my card's in there, but here's, here's my book on it. And what that's doing is giving all kinds of great information to the, to the end user, and they can go take action on it, they can do things with the book, like actually information in there in the chapters, and it, again, makes you an expert in the field. It's not me selling that I'm awesome, it's here's the book, and go do it. And most of the times, they read it, and they get in on it, and they're like, you know, you're the expert, let me hire you, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, what would you say the biggest myths are or the biggest like limiting beliefs that people have about branding themselves or about being a celebrity or if they have the shyness in them?
2: What yeah. are the I think everybody has some sort of shyness or even if you're outgoing and sometimes I have this, pro- I think everybody has the same problem of what do I say, right? Like, what do I say on social media? I don't know what to say. Like, why I going I post my French fries today? You know, that kind of idea. Like a lot of people don't know what to say. But the funny thing is, if you stop and think about it, you always have these cool thoughts in your head that are like, man, this is, this is what I would say. And this is, you know, this is something that makes sense write those down, like grab your phone or a notepad and write those down and you'll find that you have lots of cool sound bites and quotes that you can put out, you know, um, absolutely. It comes to everybody's head and I think we're always worried about if I put that out, is somebody not gonna like that? Probably, but that's okay. You know, you're going to build a fan base and there's always going to be some haters out there all the time. Now, most of the times they're not going to say anything anyways. And once in a while, they will make a comment. You'll have a good rebuttal or you'll just ignore it. Like there's many ways to deal with the negative feedback, but it's always there. And again, remember, it's okay, right? Especially if you get into a large celebrity status. I mean... They can sell millions and millions of albums or make tens of millions in a movie and they still have haters. So everybody's out there that has their opinion. So don't worry about that. Try and build a little bit of that thick skin and, and just literally like the Nike thing, just, just do it. Get out there. Daily content and daily quotes and things that you have to say helps build your brand and cons- consistency is massive. That, that will win and fail every time. If you, don't, if you don't do it daily or you're not consistent and you give up, you're going to lose the game.
1: Yeah, that's the hardest thing in anything in life is being consistent, you know, to do it over and over again. And I love that. And you know what they say about haters? You're not really famous or so you haven't made it until you get a hater.
2: Right, exactly. So bring them on.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so, cool. so you talked a little bit about um, making sure you do it daily. What
3: kind of tools or resources do you have that you can help um, some of the listeners today to be able to post daily without maybe having to, you know <clears> – <throat> go to your Facebook every day or go to your Twitter
2: every day. Absolutely. I mean, there's lots of great things. So I'll use myself as an, as an example here. So, you know, again, I'm not the best writer out there. I can write. Obviously, I wrote some books, but I'm like, oh, I got I to gotta write. Like everybody feels sometimes, right? You know, I'll use my phone if I have a thought. Uh, we mentioned before, before we got on here, you know, my podcast is very quick. Two to five minutes. It's quick thoughts and they get out there and they're, they're fantastic for my audience because that's what my audience likes. <coughs> Excuse me. So what I'll do is I'll grab my phone. I have a thought. And I'm driving, and maybe I'll, you know, I'll pull over so it's quiet, obviously, and I'm not doing it while I'm driving, and I'll talk in my audio recorder. Now, that creates a podcast. I can take it home and polish it, but then I'll take that and transcribe it. I'll have it transcribed by an assistant and then adjust it a little bit, and it becomes a blog article as well, so I can stagger that. And probably I come out with a cool quote in there that I inadvertently didn't even think about, and I'm like, that's a great soundbite. And I'll use that on an Instagram post, right? So I'm repurposing a bunch of content using really an assistant or rev.com that can transcribe for very inexpensive uh, amounts in my phone. And and that's one great way to use content. Another way is I curate. I curate a lot too. So you know I will have a few websites that I love, marketing ones and advertising ones and ones that are in the industry. And I bookmark them. And every day I'll look through them and somebody's wrote some great articles and I'll save them to something like Hootsuite or Buffer app. And I'll just save them in there and I'll just buffer up all my content and I will give my two cents on it and share their article. So not only do I have my own content, but now I'm sharing other people's content as well and it just keeps the content rolling. And on top of that, when I do social proof, here's my festival, I'm on another podcast, I'm flying somewhere, that's a lot of content. And it's really, when you think about it, that's not that hard to do when you think about it, but I just like loaded a whole whack of content in a week, right?
3: Right. Well, and with the new Facebook Live, um, I don't know if you've used that before. Yep. But uh, tell us a little bit about that if you've used that.
2: Yeah. So Facebook Live is fantastic because obviously it's real time. But uh, you know what I try and tell you know some of the you know, musicians, celebs, and, and and you know people that I consult is is learn when the best time to use it, right? Because you really want to engage. So we're recording this, and we don't have a you know Q and A coming through. So to just talk Facebook Live and and talk out, you might want to pre-record that. Put a lower third, have a call to action, and then put out the video and boost it properly, right? Maybe Facebook Live's not best for just a talking head thing, but if you're really good at engaging, right, and you're, you're doing a Q&A and you're, you're saying something that's timely and then you're grabbing information as people are posting, that's amazing, right? I've had venues say, we're going to do a Facebook Live and we're going to stream our, our event with the DJ. And I'm thinking, are, are people really going to sit there and watch a subpar version of the stream? Probably not. They'd rather be there. Now- maybe an after video, slow motion, and that's awesome. But maybe for Facebook Live, they should do a Q&A with the DJ behind the scenes before he goes on. Three, four minutes of that, now that's really cool. So utilizing Facebook Live and, and all those little tools, you gotta be strategic about them, right?
1: That's really cool. We have um, some events coming up and I like that we're trying to utilize Facebook Live and we're saying well did we, should we stream the actual event or I love the part where you're saying do the behind the scenes and the before and the after and maybe a little interview after someone speaks and get like the, the down low and the inside scoop that they're not going to get right from the event. So then people who actually attend the event still want to watch the video later to see something else that they didn't get right from that event.
2: Absolutely. And depending on, 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 you know, how your schedule works, you may ask the speaker, listen, can we do a Facebook live right after or later on tonight or tomorrow so that people who are in the audience as well may have follow up questions. And now they can do a live Q and A on top of. So depending on you know you may not want to do it right after because then they'll be typing on their phone and not listening to the next speaker. Depending on schedule, but you may have an extra five minute or an hour or whatever it is Q and A right after the event, and that's added content as well as opposed to just thinking the traditional let's stream the event, which you can do. But there's no engagement there; it's just a stream. That's that's the old traditional method of just pushing out, right? Um, Right. But if you can utilize some of these cool new ideas on Facebook Live and and how Periscope worked and Meerkat back in the day, it becomes a lot more powerful. That's how we build fans in festivals and musicians. One at a time, if you're engaging, you want to follow that person, right? Just like we feel really good if somebody large like, you know, I don't know, Mark Cuban or Gary Vaynerchuk, whoever it is, is now engaging with us. They have a celebrity status, and we feel like, oh, man, I like them now be- even more because they're engaging with me. That's what you need to do in every level.
3: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I saw uh, when Tony Robbins' uh, movie came out on Netflix the day before, he did a Q&A on Facebook Live, and it was interesting because, you know, you would think that maybe he would just, you know, record himself talking the whole time, but no, he was actually answering questions and doing the QA. and A.
2: Yeah. And it becomes, it becomes very live and, and the real person comes out, right? Nothing is scripted or recorded, um, you know, or polished and people like to see that, you know, they like to see the, the human version of everyone and it really makes a large connection. You know, some weird comment will come out or, or a shout out, Oh, Hey Jen, good to see you again. Hey, like it becomes very real and human and people love that.
1: So what do you think, uh, what are the biggest mistakes, that fatal mistakes that people make when they're trying to market their business?
2: I think not knowing their brand voice, like we kind of chatted about earlier, is a big mistake. So all your social media is all over the place. You know what I mean? You don't really know uh, what you're trying to say. So you know, you're posting stuff about maybe family, then your food that you're eating, and then your business. And unless that's part of your branding, it may not make sense, right? It becomes noise. Uh, and then not knowing your audience as well. So again, I know if I have nightclub people who are listening to my podcast, they're not going to sit there for an hour. They might take two, three minutes at a time. So I knew that about my audience, um, that kind of idea. So you really have to know your audience. And when you know those two, if you start you know, spending money on Facebook ads or Instagram ads, it becomes a little bit easier because you actually know what you're trying to say and you know who you want to say it to and go after. And then you can spend a couple dollars and you know, that's a whole other conversation, but that becomes a lot easier to utilize and expand your brand and your services.
3: That's great. Yeah, Facebook Facebook ads are good um, when you know what you're doing. So that's Absolutely,
2: really cool. otherwise you could spend a ton of money boosting posts and getting no results and then saying Facebook doesn't work. Where, you know, if you do it properly, I've built pretty large brands, you know, like millions of dollars in festivals and stuff on the backs of, of social media. You know, we did a little bit of traditional media, but to be honest, I don't think the radio or flyers did much at all for us. It was all in the backs of social media. And that was where the major spend was anyways. And, you know, bringing in 25,000 people to a festival, for example, or getting eyeballs, like even my business, it is 100% social media. And that's some organic and some spend. And so it does work. But you're right, you have to kind of know the strategy.
3: That's great. What would you say your superpower is? If you could say one thing that you're great
1: at,
2: what would be? I'm awesome at if the door won't open for me, I will build that door myself and break that open. <laughs> I've done that with radio and television. Like I, I want it to be on the radio and, and uh, you know, it takes a while to get, you know, on because there's no room on radio. This is back in the day. So I'm like, fine, I'm going to create my own radio show. And this is when podcasting's just coming out. Right. So I'll make my own and I'll syndicate it myself. Television, same idea, waiting to get on fine. I'll go produce my own show and pitch that. Then I'll get on TV. So I'm awesome at seeing, Doors, but then seeing how I can build my own door as well, and accomplishing whatever goal I want to accomplish.
1: That's awesome. Well, what are the last things you want to leave us with? Um, the two top superstar things that could change your business, change your life.
2: I think consistency, like we mentioned, is probably the biggest thing that I want everybody to take away and to do. So, in no matter what, you have to be consistent. You know, even if there's downtimes, you have to have a plan and be consistent because you'll get to that goal. Now, you may tweak inside, you know, but you're going to get to that goal because you're consistent. You know, we've heard from every single, you know, famous person out there the don't give up story. And it's true because they're just consistent and they found ways to get to where they want to be. So that's number one. Um, and as for number two, if you figure out your brand voice, I mean, that's going to be massive because then everything around social media is going to work really well for you. It's going to be a well-oiled machine. You're going to be able to write a book easier because you know, you know what your brand voice sounds like and, and it's going to get a lot easier to utilize social media. You can get away from some of the traditional things, which may be a lot more expensive. And then you know, as you publish your book, use social media, create fans, you know, use it as a business card, create more fans, you know, and it'll compound.
1: Terrific. Thank you so much, Louie. We appreciate you being here today. So um, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast, leave us some reviews. Thanks for coming. Jen, you want to say goodbye? Yeah, thank you for coming, Louie. Where
3: can people find you? What website can they go to?
2: Absolutely. Well, my website and all my social media, obviously I'm all over social media, is just my first and last name. So it's louislavella.com or at louislavella. And it's spelled as you can see, L-O-U-I-E-L-A-V-E-L-L-A. So thanks. And everybody out there, absolutely reach out. I love engaging with people and answering questions. Even if you're not in the music industry, I do get quite a bit actually from every walk of life. And it's a lot of fun bridging the gap between the
3: two. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today. And we hope everyone has a wonderful day.
2: Thank you guys. And thanks to everybody.
3: Thanks. We'll see you
0: next time. For more information about us, go to EliteOnlinePublishing.com. To get your free book, The Accomplishment and Success Story Starter, simply text your name and email to 832-572-5285. That's 832-572-5285. We'd also like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. To get your free 30-day trial, please go to bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. That's bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. And get your free 30-day trial to show your support. Thank you, Audible.